Samsung Galaxy S9, OnePlus 6 and Google's Wireless, Oculus Go. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News Update with your host, David Cannon. Right, welcome to December, everyone. It is nearly time for Christmas and it's also nearly the end of the year. But that doesn't mean tech manufacturers just stop announcing new tech because we have some huge new tech being announced this month and it all started this week. Hello, everyone. It is David Cannon here. This is the Friday News Update, episode 55 for Friday the 7th of December 2018. And have you made your New Year's resolutions yet? Because Nokia certainly have. Theirs is to bring you three brand new budget phones on the 14th of January next year. And they're all pretty good for the price. We'll talk about what makes them so great. Plus, this week's Galaxy S10 Plus design leak snapdragon 855 processor in today's show so let's get going this is the friday news update and first up this week nokia have announced the nokia 8.1 the nokia 3.1 plus and the nokia 5.1 plus's availability in europe at an event in dubai this week so first up we have the nokia 8.1 which is kind of a mid-rangey phone. It costs £380, but it's not really competing with flagships like the Honor 10 and OnePlus 6T do. Instead, it's just trying to be a really good value mid-range phone, a bit like the Nokia 7 Plus from last year that was really, really good. So first up, we have a 6.2-inch Full HD LCD, which Nokia are calling a pure display so it'll have really good colors and it also has HDR10 support so you can watch HDR content with amazing colors and I can believe them when they say the colors on this screen are going to be really good because Nokia are fantastic at screens. We've seen that on pretty much every single screen they've put on their phones going to be a pretty good LCD on here. We're also getting a 12 megapixel and 13 megapixel dual camera on the back. I don't know the apertures for these, but they'll be all right. Nokia usually aren't that great at camera quality, but they'll be okay. Uh, those sensors sound pretty good decent and we've also got a 20 megapixel selfie camera which can do pixel binning so it'll work really well in the dark give you really good photos in the dark as well as in the light and you can also edit the amount of background blurring after you take the photo so if you're not really happy with the amount the background's been blurred then you can change that or just take it out entirely if you don't like it at all and instead of having to retake the photo. We're also getting the Snapdragon 710 processor, which is very good for the price. It'll give you fairly similar to flagship performance on a mid-range phone. Pretty good there. Four gig of RAM with apps, so you'll be able to keep a decent amount of apps open. 64 gig of storage, which is plenty. 
3,500 mAh battery, which is very, very good, should keep it running for a while, and we've got a very, very nice glass back, although we do have a pretty huge notch here, so if you don't like the way the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 10s looks, then you'll hate this as well. It's a huge notch, it's an iPhone size notch. And we get Android Pie with Android One as well, so it's totally stock Android, and it should mean faster updates as well, although Nokia are pretty good at updates, but you won't need one for a while because it does come with Pi. So that is the Nokia 8.1 at 380 pounds, pretty good value for what you're getting there, although you can probably get better value with the Honor 10 or something like that, but still it's a very good option. Also we got the Nokia 3.1 Plus, which is pretty much the exact opposite of the Nokia 8.1 in design, so we don't have a notch, but we do have really thin bezels, in fact this is the thinnest bezels we've had from Nokia on a non-notched phone, so it's gonna look great. A huge 6-inch 720p LCD. Don't worry about the 720p. I mean, this does cost £170, so you can probably put up with that, but it won't look too bad, even on a 6-inch screen. And we're also getting a metal back, not a glass back this time, but again, it's £170. You wouldn't really expect a glass back, and it'll still look pretty nice. I mean, if you like metal backs, then this is for you. And we get a dual camera on the back, 13 megapixel f2.0 and 5 megapixel f2.2. They won't be great, but they'll be okay, they'll be usable. And we get an 8 megapixel f2.2 camera on the front. That is the selfie camera. We're also getting a Helio P22 as the processor, which isn't the best for the price, but it's pretty decent. It'll keep it running pretty smooth and fast with two or three gig of RAM, and we get a 3,500 mAh battery, which apparently gives you two-day battery life, which is fantastic. And again, we get Android One with Android Oreo. What? Why not Pi? Nokia could have easily put Pi on here. I, I don't get that at all, but it is running Oreo, so uh, you'll have to wait for an update to Pi, but anyway, it's £170, which is a bit of a bargain for what you're getting here with that huge screen, decent processor, dual cameras, very nice design with thin bezels and all that good stuff, plus the two-day battery life. That is going to be the main selling point of this phone, and you're also getting stock Android, which is great, so yeah, that is the Nokia 3.1 Plus. Finally, we have the Nokia 5.1 Plus coming to Europe now, and it's going to cost £200 in the UK. If you need a quick reminder, it's got a 5.8-inch 720p notched screen, 13 megapixel and 5 megapixel dual camera on the back, 8 megapixel selfie camera, 3,000-ish mAh battery, and we get a Helio P60, which is 
fantastic for the price. So you'll be buying this for the processor, which is really good, and also the glass back and glossy frame, which look really, really nice. Although it does have a huge notch, so if you don't like the notch, then this is certainly not for you. But it does cost £200 and it's a bit of a bargain again for those specs. And those are going to be available in the UK on the 14th of January. Next up we have the Snapdragon 855. So this was announced this week at the Snapdragon Tech Summit by Qualcomm. And this is going to be the processor in pretty much all of next year's Android smartphones. Apart from Huawei's and Samsung's in Europe. But apart from that, they're all going to run the Snapdragon 855. So you'll be pleased to know that it is 45% faster and it's also got 20% better graphics performance. And it's now 7 nanometers, so it's really tiny. And that can improve the speed and the power efficiency. So we might get some better battery life here. And we're also getting a new image processing chip called the Spectra 380, which has real-time depth sensing. So you can do background blurring on video at 4K 60 frames per second in real time. So those selfies where you can blur the background, you will be able to do that with video. And it can also do image recognition in real time now and this is all done with this chip so it doesn't need the internet so it'll be able to recognize what the camera's looking at really fast right in front of you We've got max video support for 4K 60 frames per second video and support for HDR 10 plus so videos will have way better colors and we now have support for 5G. So this means next year when the 5G networks start up in the UK and the US and elsewhere. And if you sign up for 5G and if you buy a phone with the new Snapdragon 855, you'll be able to use 5G on it and get all those ridiculously fast speeds for downloading, uploading and streaming stuff way faster. We've also got the Snapdragon Elite Gaming Experience, which is going to make games look a bit better. So we've got some improved color grading and better colors, as well as some improvements to graphics. So games will look better than ever on here. And we've also got some dropped frame reduction. So it reduces dropped frames by apparently at least 90%. So this is going to avoid games looking choppy or stuttery so that's cool AI is gonna be three times faster so whenever a camera is processing an image to optimize the colors that will be three times faster there's loads of efficiency savings so you'll have better battery life with this and there's also support for Qualcomm's new 3D sonic sensor which is an in-screen fingerprint sensor so it means when you put your finger on the screen if the phone has this fingerprint sensor then it'll be able to scan your fingerprint 
through the screen. But this is an ultrasonic in-screen fingerprint sensor. So it's a work much, much better than the in-screen fingerprint sensors we've seen so far on the OnePlus 6T and the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. And it'll also be a bit more reliable, but it's also thinner. So it'll mean phones can be a bit thinner if they have this in-screen fingerprint sensor. And OnePlus will apparently be one of the first manufacturers alongside Samsung and Xiaomi to release a phone with the Snapdragon 855. But they've said their 5G supporting phone next year will cost 200 to $300 more than usual. That's between $750 and $850. What's happened to OnePlus's budget pricing? What's going on there? That's a ridiculous increase in price, but you'll be pleased to know they are also working on 4G phones, so there will be a cheaper option available. Phew! Next up, the Galaxy S10 Plus's design has just leaked and it looks pretty weird. So this has been leaked by 91 Mobiles and at on leaks, who has a pretty good record of leaking upcoming phones. And so we can see a quad camera on the back. We'll get a zoom lens and a wide angle lens as well, which will be really, really useful having both of those on one phone. There's no fingerprint sensor because we expect there to be an in-screen fingerprint sensor and there's still a heart rate sensor. Like, who even uses that anymore? But otherwise, it looks absolutely identical to previous Samsung Galaxy phones. And on the front, we still have a little bit of a chin. It's a bit smaller than the Galaxy S9s, but it's still there. And there's a bit of a bezel up top above the screen. It's small, but it's still noticeable. And then we have a bizarre screen cutout, which is this really rounded rectangle kind of floating in the corner of the screen. So this means they can fit the dual cameras on the front into a little rectangle without having a notch or any real bezels. But still, this just looks bizarre. It's a rectangle kind of just in the corner of the screen. It is really weird. I think I prefer the notch. It's been getting a lot of criticism already, so maybe Samsung's gone a little bit wrong with this design, but it's quite futuristic, although really the bezels should be a lot thinner if they want this to be a cool bezel-less redesign, which it really isn't here. It, it's just weird, but this is almost certainly going to be the design of the Galaxy S10. And finally, Google Allo is closing down next March. So you've got until March to keep using it, but after that, you'll need to move to Android Messages, which already has some of the same functionality, and that's what they want to work on now, or Facebook Messenger, or WhatsApp, or something else. And also, Google Hangouts is kind of closing at some point, but they're going to move all the users to the business-focused 
Hangouts Chat and Hangouts Meet, which are already part of G Suite, but that's what's happening to Google's messaging apps. But Google Duo and Android Messages are staying for now. Alright then, that is it for now, but make sure you're subscribed for next week's episode. It's gonna be huge. We have the first phone with a hole in the screen for the selfie camera, the Galaxy A8S from Samsung, plus the incredible Vivo Next 2 and the OnePlus 6T McLaren edition with allegedly 10 gig of RAM coming next week. Don't miss it, but for now, goodbye.